Broadcasting from the Any Hour Services podcast studio. Were you saying something? Did you just interrupt me? I was yeah. laughing. Oh, oh, yeah. I like right. those interruptions. Oh, okay. Wow. Did you see that? Man, <laughs> he's on it today. He brought his, he brought his guns. <laughs> I'm your host, Mike Wilson. And on this episode of In the House, we're going to be talking about cutting the down people who interrupt you. Or just not interrupting people. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get it started at some point here. We're, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the consequences of putting off sewer line repairs. Let you <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no one's going to get it. No one's going to get what <laughs> happened there. No, but it's still there. Is it there? Yeah. In Did fact, you? we both threw one in without even communication beforehand. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys are in sync. <laughs> Oh, that's good. In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house, electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. Each week, I'm joined by a panel of experts, with the exception of this week. Uh, We pick a topic, though, and we are going to discuss it in depth. It's meant to be informative and hopefully bring you some value. I've got Jesse and Chasen back with us in the studio today. They're managers over the drains and sewer departments at Any Hour Services. How are you guys doing? Doing great. How are you doing? doing? Well, I'm doing awesome. I have a question for you, though. Okay. Um, Where do you go? If you have a peekaboo accident, hmm. I'm usually pretty good at coming up with the punchline, but I got nothing on this one. Nothing to the ICU. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> to say what? Nothing. I get you are allowed that. to I say nothing. That pen, I can't. I can't handle a cheap pen like that. Oh, that's right. I found out this week that you are a pen. I am a pen guy, and today I'm carrying the Rottering 600, which is the top-rated drafting pen in the world. You showed me that one. It looked fancy. I love this pen. You know what I didn't do with any of your pens is write with them, but I felt like you are so particular about your pens. You're allowed to write with them. Yeah, I want to spread the pen love. Yes, but I feel like that would be like making a really big assumption. Like I go over to somebody's house that's got like really nice cars and I just hop into one and be like, next time you're in my office, I will make the offer for you to write. You want to use this one? No, I'm all right. Okay. I'm okay. Jesse, do you ever have pen envy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He often will forget his pen Mm -hmm. so he can borrow one of mine for the day. Ah, the, are yeah. you borrowing a pen no, right now? That no, one is this, his. This is mine. This is the Zebra F seven hundred one. No, is that a real thing? Is, is it, it really a Zebra F seven? Zebra is actually a pretty high ranked pen. S- stainless steel, and and it, this this it pen here. Like you were making it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading it right F7. here. It's Zebra oh, okay. F seven hundred one, and this pen right here is known by many technicians at any hour as the money pen. So the money pen. Mm-hmm. I beg to differ. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Good. I mean, uh, it's not it's it's not the number one draft pen, which I, I that's I'm, this one. I'm a hair jealous of, <laughs> but uh, it's very popular among, among. Once you started working with Chasen, did you feel yourself stepping your pen game up? No, I actually felt like I I didn't really have a pen game like I thought I did. <laughs> so you so, actually thought you were like I like nice pens, and then he shows up and you're like. I don't like pens as much as Chase does. Right. In, mm-hmm. in most rooms, if you walk in with a $500 pen, everybody feels like their pens aren't that nice. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about a freshly sharpened number two pencil? It has its place <laughs> in the world. The garbage can. Or on I, a, maybe a plywood table. I'm a simple guy. See, if I'm I can find a wood pencil, the only wood pencils I ever use are like car, carpentry pencils. Like hand shaven. Yeah. Yeah, shave it with a razor blade, pocket knife, carpentry pencils. Otherwise, if I'm going to use a pencil, which is rare because I'm left-handed, so it smudges. Mm. And, but I'll go with a mechanical one. 
Gotcha. In which case, I prefer the Parker Jotter pencil version. <laughs> I'm sure there's got to be. I was going to say I'm sure someone is listening that understands what you're talking about, but I don't know that our audience is that <laughs> <No>. big yet. <laughs> All 97 people. <laughs> We're up to 150. Yes, we are climbing. We are. I it's, love that. It's, it's really That's good. great news. That means we need to make this more productive than it has been, so that we can keep 150. All right. Than, than it has been so far in this episode. Like I mentioned, we're going to be talking about <laughs> procrastinating sewer mainline repairs. It's kind mm. of a gamble, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it is a gamble. Uh, it's, it's not a, funny. It's, it is, it's, it's a gamble. It's a big gamble. It's, <laughs> it's, never, fun ex uh, it's never a fun experience to have a backup. Uh, no one wants to have that happen, but I can only imagine that it's got to be worse if you have a backup, have it looked at, and they say, well, here's how you can avoid doing it in the future, and you choose to do nothing, and then pretty soon after, like, it happens again. Yeah, mm -hmm. it stings a little bit more when you already know it's coming. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that, like, being out in the field and doing this day in and day out, you guys have to have some experiences, some cautionary tales oh, yeah. for people. Tons. So what, what's one that kind of stands out to you? Uh, one I remember really well was um, a woman who had had somebody else look at her sewer line before. It wasn't even our company. And they looked at it and told her that it, it needed work. And it was in the inside portion of the sewer line underneath the concrete. So back up real quick. What had happened? What did the customer experience? And then. Yeah. So they had a. A pretty typical sewer backup anywhere in the house they ran water it was coming up in the floor drain in the basement uh, and then hers had actually gotten high enough in the floor drain it was also showing up in the shower and the bathroom in the basement as well mm -hmm. the low points um, and so I came out there after a drain technician had been there to clear the line get the water to go down sorry I'm just trying to follow up so that happened another company she had called someone else first and this yeah she had called someone else a year or so before got it so this was the second time in about a year span they had dealt with this similar backup what did they do the first time first time they came out ran a cable got the water down ran a camera down the sewer behind that and what they saw was in the cast iron portion of the pipe inside the home underneath the home uh, the water had worn a channel through the bottom of the pipe you think about water and metal over the years and water running over it, it will actually eat through that pipe in time. And so you don't have a nice round pipe anymore. It's got kind of a keyhole shape to it where it's round at the top, but then where the water runs, it starts to square out and dig a hole. And so she had that going on and had elected at that time not to do anything. Um, and then it backed up again. And this time she had a lot of family in town. They had had a, uh, a death in the family. And so people were in town for the funeral and things. And uh, so they had a lot of people staying in the house and in the basement where the water was flooding up. Um, so I got out there again. This was the second backup in about a year. Um, and my drain tech had been out there, got the water to go down so that we were able to see with the camera. Got the camera in there, saw the channeling, and she said it had even looked worse than it did before. Mm. Um, and this time she decided, let's go ahead and do it. The problem was, because they didn't do it before, they're doing it now while they have an extra dozen people staying in the home. And we actually had to jackhammer the concrete through their basement to pull that pipe out and get new pipe in. And everybody who's staying in the home for, you know, what's a very somber time, they'd lost somebody in the family. Um, and in the middle of all that, we had to be there with jackhammers mm -hmm. hammering up the basement so they could have their sewer line working. Well, I mean, and if you think about it, like it takes a long time for the water to eat a channel through mm -hmm. the cast iron. But then once the cast iron is gone and it's like the soil underneath right. it, it would I would assume it takes less time to channel through soil than it does to channel through mm -hmm. the cast iron. So the, the fact that it looked worse 
you know, the second time. Yeah, the starting the channeling it takes a long time. Yeah. Once it starts, like you said, it goes quicker and and then as it starts to wear, it gets jagged edges on it, so it catches things mm-hmm. easier and causes blockages. So is that the main thing that was like happening? With yeah, and we ended up. She she wanted to go ahead and take care of the outside portion while we were there, so we did all inside and outside everything mm-hmm. all in one fell swoop. But yeah, it was a it was a rough thing, and especially at a time when uh, you know in life where you really don't want to be dealing with that. But because it had been put off, it ended up coming at the worst possible time. Mm-hmm. Jesse, you got some situation? That oh, you yeah. Can think of? This, the one that I'm thinking of is on the other side of, of life where we had a, a situation just recently bringing home uh, bringing home a baby from the hospital. Oh, you're serious? I almost yeah. like said, like, really? oh, somebody was <laughs> yeah. born. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> the other side. It doesn't so, count if you didn't say it before. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I think, I think everyone listening knows me well enough that, like, I was that quick. Yeah. But I was trying to like, sure. I didn't want your to, mouth wasn't as quick as your brain. No, it was. I, I literally stopped myself. Like it would have, like <laughs> I would have said it like way before he mm. said that. Mm. Anyway, so moving on. Mm, yep. All right. Didn't mean to interrupt. Your story. That's all right. It's all right. No worries. So, <laughs> well, I know how I felt when you were interrupting. Yeah, it's me. true. It's totally, I totally deserve it. Karma. My bad, mm-hmm. you know, bad Jesse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I learned my lesson, Mike. I'd slap your hand for <laughs> you, but that's frowned upon these days. Thanks. Anyway, but, uh, so this particular one was uh, uh we had a younger couple and it definitely most recently here in the last couple of weeks where the, uh, we had similar situation where we we ourselves had actually gone out and cleared the drain and and done some inspection and thing uh and just the normal stuff to give them give them an idea of what they're looking at so all right real quick what were they experiencing at first when we had to go out and clear the drain so what they were experiencing first was a backup. And so it started up in the basement with their floor drains, which is which is kind of the kind of the nice way of the home letting you know you have a problem before it before it really comes up the floor drain and coats the whole basement floor with sewage. Got it. And so they were having signs of this issue and so we cleared it. Sorry, real quick. So when it's when it's coming up through those floor drains, is it mostly like water or is it sewage at that point or does it take a little bit for the sewage to like make its way up it it, it depends but it's all sewage so the water goes down it That's mixes true. up it comes back so like if you did a load of laundry the first water you're going to see coming back is possibly some sudsy gray water oh, gotcha. if you flush the toilet you're going to see sewage immediately but regardless it goes into the sewer line mixes with all of the other nasties and comes back got up. it so they have a floor drain go ahead <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of that will depend on the drain it's coming up because especially a floor drain, it has a P-trap on it that a lot of those solids and stuff that you'd expect to see actually get hung up there. And so mm-hmm. then it is just what looks like pretty just clean water, water coming up. Yeah. Uh, it looks clean water. A lot of times it's totally clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It depends on what water you're putting down. Got it. Okay. So that's their, their experience in a backup floor drain. Mm-hmm. Sounds like that's a pretty common thing if you're having yeah. a main issue there. Okay. Yeah. Especially where we live because we have basements. True. Other, other places don't have basements. Not Got so it. lucky. That's going to show up on your main floor. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, and so, going. So we uh, we camera the line, explained to them their problems. They had they had cast iron problems, like Jason was explaining, uh, rugged, rough cast iron where things were catching up, and then you go outside and they had some roots. And so they had a ver- a, a specific situation where they were getting uh, like compounded on it. It wasn't really making it outside the house, and then what was making it outside the house was getting caught up on the on the roots, and so regardless of what they did if they double flushed or they used some extra water they just it just wasn't making it down the line 
Well, they they uh, you know they had a lot on their mind, new baby, a lot of excitement coming to the home, which is which is good. It really is, and so we obviously recommended at least taking care of some of the problems so that you don't have this coming back. Well, a little overwhelmed, they decided to wait, um, but they didn't get to wait long. It was a little over a week, and it and it had flooded again, and now they were only about a week out from uh, their due date and bringing the new baby home. Mm. And so now they're staring down the barrel of bringing a new baby home with all the contaminants on the floor of their basement, which, you know, in our, our society and world today, you know, that's, that's kind of a big deal, right? Sure. And so what we ended up doing was we ended up uh, helping them out and, and getting at least the inside of the home done first. So all the jackhammering and all that it had, to, had to be done. We got all that done first so that they could bring the baby home. And, and mom can rest with with the baby inside the home while we worked on the outside of the home and so we that's that's what ended up happening and, and they they were they got it done in the nick of time but had they you know had it not backed up when it did um, had they been able to take care of it earlier it wouldn't have been such a stressful time but we were finishing up the job uh, the day before they were heading into the hospital mm. to get her all taken care of got it um, I think part of the difficulty well i i mean i get, let me ask you guys why why do you think so many people when they see that they have a major issue and they just experienced the backup that caused you guys to have to come out there why do you think so many people um put it off i i mean or you, put off the repairs or whatever we hear all sorts of different reasons everybody has their own personal reasons this time of year uh it's it's usually a budget thing. You got Thanksgiving coming up, you got travel coming up, you got Christmas coming up. Um, and for, for some trades, uh, during this time of year, things slow down, you know, what, regardless of whatever your industry is and, and other industries speed up during this time. And so there's, there's so many different, um, reasons, um, when it comes down to, to actually pulling the trigger, one of the biggest ones that that i believe is it's very in the moment uh it, people are very unaware of it you know the sewer lines underground out of sight out of mind never had a problem it just hit me i wasn't even aware that this was a thing and 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 then with the expense of it you know you group all that together it's very hard to make a choice real quick on something like that and so i, I that's my personal i would personal think also that like the reason they called was the backup and before you can examine or inspect the thing, you got to like try and get the water like to mm -hmm. subside. Right. And a lot of people in their minds that like, oh, there's this huge repair cost that I wasn't expecting it. Well, the water's gone. It seems to be flowing right now. Yeah. I yeah. think I'll take my chances. And there's also odd That's things. The, it's kind of a gamble. Yeah. Isn't it? a it's, gamble. A gamble. Yeah, it's a gamble. <laughs> But there's also times where, like here in Utah, we've got a, a few areas where they've actually gone and when they built the homes originally tied two homes together. Mm -hmm. And so you'll have these two homes on the same sewer line and then the next set of two homes will be shared on a sewer line. Um, and in one area, it's actually illegal to repair that shared portion because it's the current codes don't allow shared sewer lines um, except for extenuating circumstances. But uh, and so there's times where you'll have two neighbors on the same line and the cost is best shared between the two. And you've got one who's like, no, I'm not doing it. And the one who sits a little lower in elevation dealing with all the flood damage, they're saying, yeah, let's do it. But the other one, they haven't experienced that backup in their mm -hmm. home because it comes to the other home. So I had a, a time a few years back where we had been to one of these situations 
Um, and the these ones, most of the time, those homes are within a few inches of elevation of each other. These ones were about two feet apart. Mm. So one house sat two feet lower than the other. And uh, so the higher home, they never know when the sewer line's backing up. And I had been out a couple of months before um, on this same line. We got the water down. We took a look. We told them what needs to happen. And they had to work with the neighbor. And the neighbor drug their feet, drug their feet. Well, the low home, she went out of town for a couple of weeks and came home to 18 inches of sewage in her basement uh, because the neighbors were still using that same sewer line that had the problem that we told them about. And they didn't even know it was backing up in her house because it was not yet to the level where they'd see it. Uh, and so she came home from vacation with 18 inches of sewage in their basement and yep. it was a disaster. They ended up tearing that house down. Mm. At that point, it's like one of those, uh, one of those things that you scroll through on, on, you know, Facebook or something and you see the different, uh, cups with tubes going in mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh, which one's going to fill mm-hmm. up first? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, that house that's two feet lower is going to fill that up, one's first. Filling up first. Yeah. And it oh. would have to fill up all the way to the level of the other house before they'd even know what was going on. So another six inches and then they'd know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That one was a disaster. That's no fun. So, um, yeah, I guess it's, it's hard to communicate the urgency to someone when there's so many different circumstances. And I mean, your heart's just got to break for people that, especially when you go out there and you do something and you you try your best to share these stories and like all this stuff. And they're just like, no, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to yeah, roll the dice. Sewer line is a, I call it a pain purchase. Mm. Yep. You replace your sewer line because you felt the pain of not having fixed it. And so a lot of, it's not something you buy because you want to. Nobody wants to have their yard dug up and replace the sewer line. You buy it because you felt the pain of not having fixed it before. So knowing all those roadblocks and the reasons that people wouldn't want to do it, um, what are some of the things that any hour services does to try and, uh, you know, alleviate some of that pain purchase for, for people to make it easier for them to be able to make that decision? Well, we do a lot. There's a lot of things that we can do and, and that we do recommend. Um, one of the, one of the best things a homeowner can do, you know, if, if like I've got a, several experiences of where you're, it's, it's your turn to host and your hosting go, you're not able to host your family for Thanksgiving or Christmas because all that sewage came back and those rooms that your, your family was going to stay in can't stay in now. So now they're incurring a cost of hotel rooms so that you guys, cause all the plans and everything were right oh, all around that and so the best thing that you can do is if you if you know you have a problem which usually you do okay unless it's your first time but most most of the time um when these when these occurrences happen it's more of a this is the second third time and it just come at the wrong time but any hour has a specific plan where we can actually come out and keep your sewer line uh uh flowing and open and we call it the sewer line peace of mind and those are programs that you want to get set up on, especially if you know you've, you've got things going on in your life where a sewage backup is just not an option. It can derail an entire, you know, entire party, an entire, you know, whatever it is you got going on, it can just derail it. Uh, as far as the people coming over or the hosting you're doing or just financially, if it can just derail you financially, these plans that we have in place are designed to, to help with the budget and keep you flowing until things settle down and you can you can kind of get a grasp on what, or a grip on what needs to be done. And to add to that, that peace of mind plan is great, but the best thing is just fix it the first time. Yeah. Um, and so in those cases, there's things, there's financing options, there's all that kind of stuff. Cause I mean, I don't have a sewer savings account. 
Mike, do you have a sewer savings account? I do not. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of people, if they're saving money, they have something more fun. Yeah. yeah going on vacation or buying a car. Oh, right. Yeah. And it's, it, that's got to be hard too. Like you show up and like parents not only are they like got all this sewage in the house and they dealing with the stress of that. Then they got to like say, explain to the kids that we're not going to Disney. Yeah. We've had, I've been in many of those conversations where uh, okay, we're, we're buying a sewer line for Christmas this year. Um, and, uh, yeah, you see that kind of stuff, but financing options are great. Uh, that's how 90% of people do this kind of stuff. Um, and so it's really important to find some way to just get the thing fixed. So you don't have to keep dealing with it. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, uh, any, anything else before we wrap up this episode, keep it kind of short and sweet. Don't gamble on your sewer line, on your sewer line. I, Okay, so I have to tell a little story here. So much for short and sweet. <laughs> well, the episode's over. If you don't, we're not going to say anything else about sewer lines here, folks, so if you want to leave, but this is a funny well, story. We might. Well, we haven't said the word poop yet, and that has to be in every episode. Well, now it has. We're good. Now mm-hmm. we have. Okay. So uh, you said don't gamble. Mm-hmm. So um, we Sunday, we were sitting around the house, and we decided we were going to uh, you know, play card games, and everybody was like, we could do Uno. We could do you know, different things like that, and I was like, you guys are old enough that you know how to count now. Hold them. No, I was like, let's, let's play blackjack. Blackjack. Yeah. And we started out playing with chocolate chips. Cause I was like, I was like, well, let's, let's teach them the concept of like losing. So I give, I give them a certain number of chocolate chips. I was like, you can eat those or you can gamble them or you can choose to make cookies later. Mm-hmm. We chose, we chose to gamble. <laughs> and, uh, as you should, my, my youngest, which, you know, she she would get like she would lose some chocolate chips and then she'd like put like more of them in and then she'd lose those and there was this one time where she was like getting low and she just went all in oh no and she had like five or six chocolate chips and i this is where i started to feel like maybe i'm a bad parent like i wonder (laughs) if i am planting the seed of some gambling addiction because we did the next round and she hit blackjack and the like the endorphins oh, no. that she like I just saw it rush over her face. She was so excited and she was like running around. She's like, I doubled my chips. Oh. And like she was just like and it was just it was it was uh it was bad. But I decided to upgrade them to money the next time. Wow. And so later that night, yeah, I went and got the we played with pennies and uh so I gave them each a dollar in pennies. And and my my middle son, he's sitting over there, he's like do I get to keep these when we're done? And I was like, well, I don't want to totally like, you know, let you gamble right sure. now. So no, we're not going to, this is just for fun. And he's like, cause if you let me keep it, like, I'm not going to gamble. I'm just going to take the dollar and go. I was like, smart, smart man. man. Mm-hmm. But my daughter was just <laughs> like, let's do this. So I could get $2. Yeah. She's like, can I bet more than a penny? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you can bet as much as you want. But I mean, you won't be able to play the game anymore. If you run out of money, she's like, can I bet a quarter? Ooh. And then she's like, Fearless. she runs out of penny. She's like, if I bet with my own money, mm. oh, she's picking no. it up. Can I keep, <laughs> keep what I win? And one. I was like, I had a choice to make as a parent. Yes, you, you did. did. I chose wrong because I told her yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> but then when it, did when you the keep pain, the money? I kept her money. Yeah. Oh, okay. But the pain, the wow. pain became really real because she lost two pennies of her own money, and she was like. She backed off and okay. she's like, oh, I, I shouldn't do this. So it's easier to gamble with dad's money. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There's another lesson that, that we learned right mm-hmm. there. 
that's the show. <laughs> Hold on to your pennies. How to parent. That's, that's right. the show right or there. Or not to. We'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode of In the House. Uh, thanks, guys, for being here. Thanks for making it fun. Uh, if you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit, visit anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In, In the, the House. House. See ya. <laughs>